0: Letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories. From News Talk 830 WCCO, this is the All Local.
1: With Wednesday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include a small plane crash near Duluth kills two people. Another day with bad air in the Twin Cities and plans for a very busy weekend
2: in downtown Minneapolis. But we'll
1: start with last weekend's car crash that killed five young
2: women. Mark Fry with the latest. Charges against the suspect arrested in the high-impact crash that killed five young women this past weekend will come by noon tomorrow. That according to new information today from the Hennepin County Attorney's Office, the suspect's been widely identified as 27-year-old Derek Thompson, the son of former state representative John Thompson. The Hennepin County Attorney's Office says it's waiting for additional evidence, including toxicology testing results of the suspect's blood to determine appropriate charges. Prosecutors have received a twenty-four hour extension of the charging timeline.
0: I'm Steve Simpson. New this morning, an eight year old girl is hospitalized but should be okay after being hit several times by gunfire last night in St. Paul. This happened around ten fifteen at a home in the 800 block of Bradley Street in the Payne Phelan neighborhood. Police are investigating the circumstances surrounding this. So far, no arrests, and again, the girl is, is expected uh, to survive. Also this morning, Minneapolis police investigating a Southside homicide. This happened about two yesterday afternoon. Officers called to the 3,000 block of 12th Avenue, where they learned that a victim in his 20s had already been taken to the hospital, where he later died. Investigators say he had been sitting in a vehicle at that
1: location when somebody opened fire. Two people are dead following a small plane crash north of
2: Duluth. Air Force Rescue notified the St. Louis County Sheriff's Office about possible wreckage and deputies were dispatched just before 8.15 this morning. They found the crash site in a wooded area near the 8300 block of Pequewan Lake Road. The pilot and a passenger both found dead. Their names haven't been released. Investigators determined the flight took off from Duluth International Airport earlier this morning. Mark Fry, News Talk 830-WCCO.
0: I'm Steve Simpson. Another air quality alert continues for Minnesota today, not for those Canadian wildfires, but rather for smog. Air quality in the red category for many, which will affect everyone as far as their health is concerned. Volatile organic compounds are also found in smoke, and so it's basically starting off the day already at a higher level, and then as the day goes on, as the sun bakes that smoke uh, and converts it from the volatile organic compound state into ozone. That's Matt Tarleton with the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency, ozone more commonly known as SMOG. The
1: air quality alert will remain in place until tomorrow night. A coalition of attorney generals, including Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison, has sent a letter to Target CEO Brian Cornell about the company's recent decision to pull some Pride merchandise from its stores. The group says while it understands the basis for this action, they are also concerned it sends a message that those who engage in hateful and disruptive conduct can cause even large corporations to succumb to their bullying. The attorneys general say they are committed to protecting the civil rights of LGBTQ plus individuals and urge Target to be mindful of its obligations under the law as it makes decisions on how to respond to backlash against pride merchandise. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCL. Another reminder to buckle
2: up as a busy summer driving season continues. Police issued over 2,300 seatbelt citations and approximately 130 child seat citations during the latest clicketer ticket campaign that ran May 22nd through June 4th. Mike Hansen's the director of the Minnesota Department of Public Safety's Office of Traffic Safety and says the number of people who simply won't buckle up is low but still dangerous. There
1: are some folks who seem to think that, you know, it's a civil liberty, that's a choice they get to make. And, and I get that part of it, but, you know, then I would challenge all of them. Ask your loved ones, you know, do they want to see you come home at the end of the day, safe and sound and, you know, properly saved by that belt in the event that something bad happened.
2: Unbelted fatalities are down in Minnesota this year with 24 as of June 11th compared to 34 at this time last year. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. Whether
1: you're attending Twin Cities Pride or the Taylor Swift concerts at U.S. Bank Stadium this weekend, parking and transportation plans should be top of mind for everyone visiting Minneapolis.
2: Minneapolis Parking System Manager Tim Drew says this weekend's events come with some road closures affecting transit routes and traffic.
1: 4th Street will be closed for the Taylor Swift concert and there's also a street closure on 1st Avenue and that's uh, for Warehouse Live and that's where people can go kind of to hang out in the street.
2: Drew also says if you're looking for parking near the Pride Parade Route, plan ahead.
1: Near the Parade Route on Hennepin Avenue, there's a couple of city parking ramps, municipal ramps, and then there's also some near the convention center in in case we get to overflow status.
2: Drew suggests using apps like MPLS Parking to reserve spots ahead of time and guarantee a spot during events. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO.
1: And Minneapolis City leaders are meeting this morning to discuss how they're prepping for a busy weekend.
2: Minneapolis City leaders expect hundreds of thousands of people to visit downtown Minneapolis this weekend for the Twin Cities Pride Festival and not one but two sold-out Taylor Swift shows at U.S. Bank Stadium. With these events come questions about public safety. We're
0: making uh, extraordinary plans to try to get ahead of any trouble that uh,
2: may come our way. That's Community Safety Commissioner Cedric Alexander. He says there will be a noticeable law enforcement presence throughout the weekend and that the public also plays a vital role. One thing that's going to be hugely important for us
0: is that people come into this city. Come back into this city. Enjoy yourselves. We're going to be here. We're going to be visible.
2: We're also hearing more about how exactly Metro Transit plans to offer service during a busy weekend in downtown. Met Council Chair Charlie Zelly says the late night service many wondered about will be there this weekend.
0: Notably to consider is that there are 90 bus trips scheduled to depart downtown Minneapolis between midnight and just after 1 a.m. That's just an hour at critical time. Uh, with bus uh, schedules
2: alone. Metro Transit will also provide light rail service after 1 a.m. after announcing earlier this month that wouldn't be the case. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. In Minnesota will have to try again if they so choose
0: after their bid to host the 2027 World Expo in Bloomington failed this morning. That bid instead is going to Serbia. Bloomington Mayor Tim Bussey says it's disappointing, but now there's opportunity moving forward with a lot of space around Mall of America awaiting development. We know that Bloomington, we're we're a big contributor to the Twin Cities' economic success, and that's a great opportunity for a developer to step in and um, be able to work there. I mean, they're large, they're available, they're developable. Bussy says the World Expo was
1: the first option for those vacant sites, but plans are in place to pursue other options now. Finally, if you still want to get into that U.S. Bank Stadium show for Taylor Swift, You're going to need some major cash. In my 35 years in the ticket business, I have never seen anything close to this.
2: That's Brian Ober, one of the owners at Ticket King. He says oftentimes ticket prices for big musical acts in the Twin Cities stay in the hundreds of dollars.
1: For Taylor Swift, we're talking prices in the thousands of dollars. You know, so it's it's more like a Super Bowl than it is a concert.
2: Tickets to simply get into U.S. Bank Stadium for Taylor Swift's two shows Friday and Saturday range from $1,200 to $1,500. Lower bowl seats are well north of $2,000.
1: You know, for those people... Holding out, you know, maybe a last minute deal. I don't see prices coming down much below a thousand. We are renaming Minneapolis to Swiftyapolis this coming Friday.
2: That's Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry. He says they expect downtown crowds to exceed a half million people for the Twin Cities Pride Festival, both of Taylor Swift's US Bank stadium shows and other events happening citywide. Community Safety Commissioner Cedric Alexander says they're launching Operation Swift Summer, which will bring with it a noticeable presence of first responders to downtown, and they're also focusing on sharing information. We are open to intelligence information that is coming in to maybe give us heads up around certain
0: things. And if intelligent information do come to us in terms of keeping the community
2: safe, we're going to share that, public and privately, if we deem it to be appropriate. Mark Fry, Newstalk 830, WCCO.
1: Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCOradio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, Newstalk 830, WCCO.